pull that stunt with the police box. I think in the circumstances you can waive any magic circle discretion. My stage, my rules. Oh no, I'd be happy to tell you. All you need is a working knowledge of Artron energy, a background in multidimensional mechanics, and about ten years in a lecture theatre. Are you trying to tell me that was real? As you've said yourself, it would be a good trick to pull off. But it materialised out of nowhere. The doctor stopped walking. If it's any comfort, we're only here by accident. We were heading for the 2012 Olympics. Oh, don't tell me. You travel in space and time. Well, I've heard it all now. They came to a door marked, no entry, staff only. And Gillian led the way through it. The room beyond was small, windowless and hot. The only features being a bank of TV monitors with chairs in front of them. Two people sat hunched in concentration, cumbersome headphones leaving them unaware they had company. The doctor eyed the arrangement with interest before turning to Gillian. So this is where it's all stage managed from, is it? Gillian nodded. Most of the play runs itself, but some of the actors carry out improvised routines and sometimes they need a nudge. What's happening there? The doctor frowned at the picture on one of the monitors. Gillian startled one of the staff as she tapped him on the shoulder. Martin, what's going on in room 247? The tiny monochrome image showed a man in a mask, cowering back against a panelled wall. The mask means he's an audience member, Gillian told the doctor. Martin, get one of the attendants to check on 247. Nothing's supposed to be going on there. It looks as if it might be medical. Within minutes, Martin had conveyed the attendant's reply. It is medical. Chap seems to have had some sort of seizure. Gillian's face grew dark. Damn. She turned to the doctor. Did I hear Patrick say you're a medical man? Ah. Joshua clapped his white-gloved hands again. Will you please hurry up? Punctuality beats in the heart of a royal household. Tegan and Nyssa struggled to catch up as he strode round yet another corner. Nyssa said, This isn't like the theatre on Traken. It feels more like a sport. They turned the corner and almost crashed into Joshua. He was looking at them in horror, his arms clasped across himself. Tegan could tell instantly that he'd changed again. You two. You're the doctor's companions, aren't you? You shouldn't be here. You have to get out now. Why, Joshua? Nyssa asked. The man frantically shook his head. Not Joshua. Joshua's not real. I'm Patrick. You have to go. Get away from here. Forget the doctor. Leave the theatre before it's too late. Tegan frowned. How do you know who we are? The two women watched as a range of anxious expressions flitted across the actor's face. For the longest time, there was a look of guilt being caught out. And then he suddenly straightened, clapped his hands and glared. Joshua had returned. Will you two come along? Room 247 had been decorated as a bathroom, with antique fixtures and mirrors spotted with age. Only the modern lighting in the corners spoiled the period effect. There on the floor before the doctor and Gillian was the figure of a man. He was crouched in a ball, his mask twisted askew, half revealing regular features that bulged with fear. Hello, the doctor asked softly. At his voice the man scuttled backwards with an inhuman cry of distress. Gillian frowned. What did he say? The man's lips moved again. Scritch. <laughs> Terrible scritching, he hissed, shaking as if sobbing. The doctor followed his panicked gaze upwards and then froze. His voice, when it came, was low. Gillian, listen to me carefully. I want you to back very, very slowly out of here. What? 
Her own voice was loud, sharp. Her eyes followed the doctor's wincing gaze up to a shape in a corner of the ceiling. Glassy, bulging and transparent, it was unmistakably the outline of a large spider. As it gave a tiny start of motion, the ceiling behind it seemed to twist and refract the electric light. It was as if the thing was growing out of the fabric of the building itself. The sound it made when it moved was... Joshua, there you are! As the man approached, Joshua gently guided Tegan and Nyssa to one side before returning his attention to the newcomer. He bowed low with an oily purr of, Your Majesty! The king was not as tall as Joshua, and although he was clearly supposed to be older, the illusion was not helped by some unevenly applied grey dye.